0: K jams one hundred five point three. You sitting there pretty with me, favorite radio reverend preach easy in the morning and now it's my favorite time in the morning time to go ahead and dive on in but before we dive too far in if this is your first time with me then allow me to reintroduce myself they call me preach easy not because i'm easy on the eyes but because i believe the gospel should be easy like your sunday morning that means here on KJams 105.3 we're gonna be diving into the nitty-gritty you know answering the questions that we ask ourselves in the middle of the night like who am i what is my purpose why did god make me Well, I believe all the answers to that are real easy because they start with you. The journey getting there, the journey getting there is where it gets a little tough, where it gets a little difficult, but that's where I come in. Has your favorite radio reverend? That's the most poppin' podcast, Pope. Oh yes, I'm on all streaming platforms, so that means all you gotta do is type in Preach Easy wherever it is that you listen to your music or you get your podcast. Heck, I made it so simple that you can even type it in on Google. You just type in Preach Easy. That's P-R-E-A-C-H. Put a little space in between. E dot Z. And that'll keep you tuned in and up to date, especially as we dive into our topic for today. Today we are talking all about kids of of the Kingdom. So you going to want to dive in and stay up to date. If you missed last week's episode, we went all talking about Easter Explained. So you ever been confused about why Easter changes, where the eggs come from, then you going to want to check that out and that you can find that on Google or wherever it is that you listen to your podcast or your music. But now without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in and talk all about Kids of the Kingdom. So before we dive in, let's give over all of our challenges, our issues, our problems and situations. And let's give them on over to God because for us to be able to really move and to learn something from this moment, we have to go in open and available. So gather up all those issues, those problems, those situations, those challenges, and go ahead and exhale them. Give them on over to the Lord now. Just. Now that we created a space to move in the groove, let's go ahead and breathe on in the promises, the blessings, the good news, and the gospel that the Lord has coming up for us in the next week, the next month. Lord, if you're able and willing, and we know you are, we'll take it in the next 30 minutes, Lord, in the next 30 seconds. So go ahead and breathe on in the promises, the blessings, the good news, and the gospel that the Lord has for you. Go ahead and breathe it on in now. Just... And now that we created a space for the Lord to move through us, let's go ahead and start talking all about kids of the kingdom. Since the inception of humanity, childhood has largely just been seen as an extension or an early onset development of an adult. See, childhood wasn't seen as something that was different, children were only seen as miniature adults up until the point of the 1960s. Throughout much of human history, especially biblical history, children were simply seen as property, until the point that they were property owners, unless they were women. Children were treated as simply domestic servants, who you had instant understanding for and you didn't really have to pay, you just barely had to feed. It wasn't up until about the 1960s that the understanding understanding that children were developmentally different. Yes, we understood that they were miniature humans, so that physically there was changes that would be going on. But historically, the age that we understand kids to be has grown and developed. Historically, the only times that we understood childhood to be a sacred event was when they were babies. And at the point that they were able to walk and to talk, well, they should be working. And up until the last century, that was simply the case. And then something changed. Something in both our psychology, our society, our culture simply recognized that there was something special in those early developmental years. There was something innocent, something joyous, something free that we soon realized we needed to protect. Sadly, the church has worked against this. Sadly, certain systems in society continue to steal childhood from children, taking their innocence, forcing them to be preoccupied around things that they have no control of and simply find themselves born into. This is simply not the case. And it shouldn't be the case. The role of children is not to be miniature adults. It's not to solve our problems. It's not to be our our evolutionary better. It's not to fulfill our dreams or achieve our goals. Instead, the role of kids is to simply be kids. See, childhood is something that is sacred. It creates in us a childlike faith that is necessary for us to continue on through life. Now, therapists, counselors, psychologists recognize that many of the issues, problems and situations that arise in adults that started and were triggered by a lot of the interruptions that occurred during our childhood development. In plain understanding, childhood is something that is sacred and needs to be protected not only for the individual, but for the progress and the advancement of our society. Childhood is something that is sacred. So much so that Jesus says in Matthew chapter 19, verse 14, Jesus says, let the little kids come to me and do not hinder them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. Childhood is something sacred. These moments of development, not only physically, but emotionally, spiritually, socially, and culturally are necessary for us to learn to trust. Childhood is sacred because it's in this stage of development where we have unadulterated faith that's not based upon anything more than simply joy and innocence. It's this childlike faith that Christ continues to say we need to try and replicate as adults. Because as a child, we have faith that we're protected, that we're taken care of. Responsibilities seem far off. Freedom seems abundant. Love seems ever flowing. This childlike faith is necessary in adults, but oftentimes adults, parents, citizens, and communities don't allow children to have a childhood simply because in their current present they believe that there's no safety for them. Because they recognize or think that in the future, that being an adult means that there is no safe place, that they must steal this safety, this childhood, this innocence, this stage of development and freedom from children simply so that they may be prepared for the future. But that's not fair. That completely overlooks the safety that Christ provides to all of his children. Just because we don't feel safe. Just because we don't trust that the Lord provides for us, just because we have lost this innocence and are drowning in our responsibilities, does not, not, does not mean we have to take that from children. Doesn't mean we have to prepare them in the most gruesome and difficult ways just so that they might be prepared for a possibility that may never come to them. See, for the longest, the role of children was to be our evolutionary betters. Evolutionarily, the whole point of children is so that they can learn from the last generation to be better and to advance humanity even further. But that can't be done if we don't give them the space to imagine. If we don't give them the space to be free. If we don't give them the space to simply be kids. The role of a child is to be a child. and There's nothing wrong with that. Being a kid comes with making mistakes. It comes with adventures. It comes with fun. And it comes with missing the mark. Just like all the rest of us do. To sin is just to miss the mark, as if you were playing basketball and you just missed the hoop. It's not saying that you can't make it, but it's simply saying that with enough practice, dedication, you can sink it in every time. For many of us, when dealing with children, whether as parents, adults, citizens in the community, we view discipline as a one-track thing. Many people would point to scriptures in the Bible and even a saying that says, spare the rod and spoil the child. But that specific saying is nowhere found in the Bible. Instead, there's a collection of verses that have been combined together to create this saying that has been used to justify this sole use of violence as a form of discipline when in reality discipline is meant to be diverse discipline is meant to be according to the action and not just a set blanket assault or reaction to what's been done see the actual verse that many people try and quote incorrectly is proverbs 13 24 that says he who spares the rod hates their child, but they who love their child is diligent in their discipline. This isn't saying that a parent is expected to always discipline using violence, but is instead asking the parent to use wisdom. This verse and many of the other verses that are used to justify corporal punishment or violence to discipline children. Those verses come from the book of wisdom, come from the book of Proverbs. And the necessary requirement for wisdom is to understand the context of the action, to understand the context of the situation. This verse is not asking parents to just wholeheartedly beat and assault their children using violence, but is instead asking parents to be diligent in their discipline to look for a diversity of different ways to discipline and to correct their children. Discipline isn't just violence. We know this because Jesus had 12 disciples, and there's not a single scripture saying how Jesus pulled out a rod or beat any of his disciples. When we make mistakes and sin against God, There's not a direct violence from God to correct our sins or mistakes. So why then do we feel as parents, as adults, that we have the responsibility, the right, to violently correct our children every single time they make a mistake when God doesn't even do that to us? Lightning doesn't strike when we sin. We don't gain leprosy the moment we lie. We don't spontaneously combust whenever we steal from someone else. Instead, the effects of our actions oftentimes are punishment enough. When we steal, we soon find that we no longer have resources available to us because no one trusts us. That was the punishment. God didn't need to lighten us from above when we lie we alienate ourselves from our friends because now no one can believe in us that was the punishment god didn't need to mark us with leprosy so that no one would talk to us when a child touches something that they shouldn't and it's hot and they burn themselves they don't need to be struck again because the pain is already punishment and less than enough that that is something they shouldn't touch. Instead, what they need is the same thing that Christ provides to us, is a moment of communication. Discipline is diverse because it needs to be according to the action. Oftentimes, the effects of our us missing the mark are enough to reveal to us we've made a mistake. And when we miss it, That's when it's the role of adults, of parents, of citizens that are nearby for children to let them know. Not to punish them, not to enact a form of violence so that they may never do it again. The idea isn't to stop them from doing the action. The idea is to teach them to learn how to be better for next time. For so many, we put our hopes, our dreams, our commitments, our mistakes upon the next generation, solely hoping that they can be better than us. But they're not us. They're them. And in order to train them up, as Proverbs 22, 6 says, raise up a child in the way that they should go, and they will not deviate. In order to do that, we must raise them. Not just train them. That proverb shows the antiquated view that even biblical writers had on children. To train them as if they were animals or dogs, servants or domestic mules. Instead, our children are people that need to be loved, cared for, disciplined, and given space to learn and make mistakes the same way that God allows us to. The role of a kid is to simply be a kid. Not to fix our mistakes, not to achieve our goals, not to fulfill our dreams, not to solve our problems, but instead the role of a kid is to be a kid. To be innocent, to have fun, to be adventurous, to be rambunctious, to push boundaries and to learn. Simply the role of being a kid is to be a kid and the role of adults the responsibility of parents, the call of all citizens. The duty of Christians is simply to bring the kingdom closer by providing a space for kids to simply be kids. There's not enough spaces in the world for them to exist. Malls are dying, roller rinks are antiquated, arcades are barely a thing nowadays. And every year, every moment, there's something more being taken from children. We require them to work and to labor. Even in America, right now, there is a huge underage labor problem that is existing right underneath our nose because we're expecting the next generation to fix problems that they were born into. We're disciplining them without actually taking into account the context of the action. And so simply, we're instructing violence. We're not allowing childhood to be sacred. So we're disrupting the role of what kids are supposed to be. Kids should just be kids. And to the kids that are listening, that want to grow up, that think they're expected to, that have bills to pay or parents that are struggling, that simply feel that the whole world is looking at you and saying, it's your turn. What are you ready to do next? Tell them to wait. Tell them to pump the brakes until you've experienced all that you can in this moment. Because bills will be there when you're 18. Jobs will be ready to have you work every moment of every day of your life. Your family will still support you. Your dreams are waiting for you in the future. But for right now, just for a little bit longer, enjoy just being a kid. Enjoy the freedom, enjoy the jokes, the friends, the little drama, enjoy simply being in this moment and let the future come when the future comes and let all the adults that are around you, your parents, your teachers, your uncles and aunts, your pastors, your family members, the citizens that build the city around you Let us take the responsibility of protecting your space and creating more spaces for the next generation. Not to fix our problems, not to achieve our goals or fulfill our dreams, but to instead create structures to protect your mistakes. Instead, to create stairs so that you can reach your goals. Instead, create spaces so that you can share your dreams. And be there patiently so that we can assist you in solving your problems. The role of a kid is to be a kid. And the role of an adult is to create a space so that they can do that. And it is just that easy. This is your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy. That was my interpretation of the role of kids. So let me know your interpretation down below. If you liked any part of this, make sure to let me know down and below. If you had any other interpretations, go ahead and leave a comment down below and make sure to share, like, send it to a friend. And no, I'll be praying for you till you hear from me again. Your favorite radio reverend, Preach Easy, signing off.